Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. Appreciate it. The title of today's post is Listen for the Sound. What I'm sharing in this post is the fruit of your prayers. I thank you. Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? Jeremiah 23, 29. Five days before we went to Cape Henry with the Arrowheads, my friend Stephen Springer, without knowing I was going there, had a dream about it. Stephen is a prolific dreamer and a respected prophetic voice. The dream actually begins elsewhere, a place not delineated, then moves to Cape Henry. And here is the dream. On August 15th, 23, I had a dream with Dutch Sheets, two prophets. Stephen gives their names, but I have not asked their permission, so I'm not including them and myself, four of us. Dutch had a large hammer with which he was pounding altars knocking them down. With each blow, darkness was displaced in a moment, and the light of truth began beaming in all directions. As the altars were destroyed, water began springing up from the ground. Flowers began to bloom, and new life began to spread. We saw revival and awakening spring up everywhere the hammer struck the ground. Then a ladder appeared, coming up from the ground, and a new dimension of heaven came down the ladder to earth. This new dimension was a new anointing, ability, mantle to legislate, and it fell on Dutch and the ecclesia. With it, we began commanding, commanding gates to be opened. As we did, angels were dispatched in each direction, released by the decrees. Sunrise and sunset were occurring simultaneously. The scene changed. We were standing on the shores of the Atlantic at Cape Henry, resurrecting the decrees made there by those who planted the cross of Christ there. The earth began responding to this, releasing the sound of awakening. End of dream. Stephen then quoted two more passages. He sent the opening verse from Jeremiah 23, 29. Then he quoted two more passages of scripture related to the dream. Job 22, 28 to 30, and Isaiah 35, 1 through 10. You will decree a thing, and it'll be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. No, in the dream, we were decreeing, and light was springing forth. When they cast you down, and you say, uh, exaltation will come, then he will save the humble person. He will even deliver one who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered by the purity of your hand. And Isaiah 35, 1 through 10. I won't read all of these, but a good portion of it. The wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them. And the desert shall rejoice and blossom. 
just as he saw as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the excellence of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. Strengthen the weak hands. Make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened. Ears of the death will be unstopped. The lame will leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb will sing. For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness, streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool, the thirsty land springs of water in the habitation of jackals where each lay. There shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway will be there in a road called the highway of holiness. Just as the dream shows, idolatrous altars are definitely being destroyed in America. The hammer of God's word is doing exactly what he said it would do. We have been declaring his words and they are accomplishing their assignments, tearing down altars of Baal, dispelling darkness and releasing light. As Isaiah 35 describes, the desert land will again be fruitful water, flowers, new life, revival, awakening, all will come forth. The next scene in the dream draws an obvious correlation to Genesis 28, where Jacob had a dramatic encounter with God at Bethel. There and in the dream, a ladder connected heaven and earth. It was used by angels, and gates were opened. Gates represent access points and portals, among other things. It's a way of saying heaven and earth can connect. Jacob called Bethel a gate of heaven. The place in Stephen's dream was, as well, a gate of heaven. The angels brought us new anointings and higher levels of authority with which to decree. We used these anointings immediately, making decrees that the angels carried forth into the earth. This is what we have been doing over and over and over. And God says, you're coming to a new, a new level of authority to do this, you're gonna rise into. I feel this is showing us that the ecclesia has gone to a higher level in her ability to release Christ's authority into the earth. We will see the fruit of that begin to manifest in this season. Like Jeremiah, our words, initiated by God, will pull down strongholds. They will then plant and build the will of God. Jeremiah 1.10 God will watch over these decrees to perform them. Verse 12, and I find it very intriguing 
that sunrise and sunset were occurring simultaneously. There's a brain teaser. What might this represent? Well, it could picture more, but I believe this is an indication that we are now aligned with Olam El, everlasting God. This is the name Abraham used. I've taught on it here. I'll give him 15. This is the name Abraham used in Genesis 21, 33, when he called upon Yahweh. Everlast was also one of the two names on boxing gloves I used to knock out giants in a dream given several years ago. Holy Spirit said in that dream, you must wear these two gloves to take out giants in this season. The other glove said evergreen, everlast and evergreen. Abraham used this name of God because it represented he who lives in the eternal now, not limited by time. Olam can reach back in time and he can see into the future. He has the ability to cancel failures of the past and secure the future, which he did for Abraham. Perhaps God is saying he has done this for us. Cleansing America of her past and restoring us to our destiny. Perhaps he is saying, we are now wearing the Olam glove, moving in the power and strength of everlasting God. One thing is abundantly clear. Stephen was seeing into a realm lived in and controlled by the eternal God. Then, in the dream, we were translated to Cape Henry. There, we Resurrected was the word. Resurrected the decrees of Robert Hunt and his comrades. Our forward, when they planted the cross, the decrees they made were our forward. We did this while there last Sunday. Even using the same word, resurrecting the decrees and destiny spoken at Cape Henry. And in the dream. The earth responded with the sound of awakening. Listen for this sound. You will begin to hear the sounds of revival, of awakening, of abundant rain, even in the shaking. Let's pray. Lord, we marvel at you and your works. You truly are he who transcends time, reaching back to heal and cleanse, and looking forward to the end, declaring what is coming. With your great power and ability as Olam, we will take out spiritual giants. America has been a wilderness place a desert for several years. But we declare over her that the altars of Baal are being demolished by the ecclesia. Light will replace the darkness. and She will blossom once again. We thank you for the new mantles, the fresh anointing 
to legislate spiritually and with which to accomplish your purposes here and around the world. We confidently declare that the forward has been resurrected, that the decree of Cape Henry is once again infusing life into our atmosphere and covenant into our land. The gospel of the kingdom is now leavening our nation once again with the sound of revival. We also confidently declare that you are rising over your enemies in America. They will scatter before you, fleeing seven ways, which means completely, their empowering altars are being demolished by the power of your words. Their dark wickedness is being exposed by light. Their evil plans are failing and their names will be disgraced in history. We pray and decree all of this in Yeshua's name and our decree. We declare that the foreword of Cape Henry is alive and well. Amen. Well, Stephen Springer is a pastor, an apostolic leader and pastor and prophetic brother, as I mentioned, and is the director of Global Presence. We've given you a link. Check him out. He has some good books materials. Wonderful, wonderful brother. Thank you for joining me. I hope this has encouraged you. You, your prayers, Ecclesia, are the reason God can say these things are happening. Thank you. And I will see you tomorrow.